Hello, this is the 7 News News. Go to iTunes right now. Purchase The Hills featuring Seven Deuce Deuce and Mo Filthy. Thanks. You're listening to a Big MX radio podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. It's raining. What are we doing tomorrow? You know what it is, dog. We're going to Beaumont, finally. Hell yeah, dog. Let's hit the hills, boy. I'll pick you up at 722, all right? Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Uh. Yeah. Woke up, it was 722. Rowing down to 60 with the crew. Shovel that shit Moto got me sick Turn 
realness Death from dirt bike, that's some real shit Riding in the hills and the vibe so lit Hitting big jumps, throwing big whips This is where it started, boy, OG shit This is where it started, boy, OG shit This is where it started, boy, OG shit It's all about the hills Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Bills Pipes, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we got the seven deuce deuce of Adam Entiknap. Adam, how's it going? Uh, it's going really good. Just uh, kind of hanging out, trying to recover. And, uh, you know, it's been a bummer sitting on the couch, but uh, it definitely makes me hungry, wanting to get back, and uh, excited to do some outdoors this year. No doubt. It's a, uh, both the Entic Naps are on a full rehab uh, program right now. Uh, your brother with the wrist injury about a week before, uh, you had a little bit bigger of a get-off, which resulted in a broken femur. Um, for those who haven't done so, I've only heard bad stories about uh, how uh, traumatic that, uh, that break is. But uh, what's your story on the, on the broken femur? You know, I was, uh, I was practicing, you know, and I, I was feeling really good. And uh, I kind of just, we were practicing going through jumps and kind of trying to carry more momentum through the rhythm sections. And by doing that, you know, you try to soak it up a little bit more. And what happened is I soaked it up just a little bit too much. And uh, I had caught the landing of a triple in the middle of a rhythm section. And, um, you know, when you, when you catch those landings, it sure is hard to save it. So, uh, kind of caught that, went into a nose wheel off the next jump and just landed directly on my hip. And, you know, that's how that one played out. No doubt. Um, you guys are always pushing the limits, uh, trying to get those, uh, like, it's it's not just, it's not seconds, it's it's uh, tenths of seconds trying to uh, create that momentum. And uh, this, these tracks are not forgiving, neither are the bikes, and uh, it bit you. But um, as all things with the Adam Entic nap, every cloud has a silver lining. And uh, this has allowed you to uh, sit yourself down and, uh, and, and get yourself uh, focused for outdoors. Yeah, no, totally. Um, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you get hurt and it's, it's part of the sport. It's not if it's when and how bad, which, um, unfortunately that is a really crappy part about our sport, but, um, it's a reality. So I've been just trying to cope with being injured and, and look ahead and make sure that I am, uh, I'm going to be ready for outdoor. I plan on losing a little bit more weight and I really want to, my main focus is just to be super, super fit because, uh, not only is that going to help me out for next year's Supercross and carry over, but um, I really want to make a, a good showing in, in outdoor. And the bummer part is, is in Supercross, I really felt like I was catching a big stride of momentum when I kind of got shut down, um, which is unfortunate because, yeah, even right now I feel like um, my Supercross season was going to be extraordinary. And, uh, and especially, you know, a lot of people don't realize I was off for six months and uh, – and I only got to really train for, you know, two, two and a half months before Supercross and, uh, and a lot of other things that I had to work out, um, you know, before Supercross, which, you know, it took a couple of days, uh, you know, even a week of time off. So I was off for six months straight and then and came back to Supercross riding like that. And I have to give it up to uh, my mental coach he, uh, from Competition Mind Systems. He really got me in the right place. 
and uh, and you know I've just felt better than ever, and I feel like I'm I'm just ready to go out there and be a savage on the bike, and and I'm ready for any time on my dirt bike because I really feel like I'm going to do good. Well, it was May 2014, the first time we had uh, the Seven Double Deuce on the uh, Big MX radio podcast show, and a lot of things have changed since then, but a lot of things have stayed the same. Uh, still on Hondas, although now you've got bikes and parts uh, at your disposal, uh, and um, basically the motocross world has been introduced to you. Um, they've, they've embraced you, and uh, but you've also had some injuries, uh, so it's been a bit of a little bit of a roller coaster for us. Uh, let, let the fans know for those who don't know, uh, what was keeping you off the bike for that six months? Was that, that was the wrist injury, correct? Yeah. Um, in Santa Clara, I actually had, uh, I had fractured the two worst bones you can break in your wrist, which is your navicular and your triquetrum. Um, your triquetrum is kind of like, um, behind on the left. Like if you're looking at your left hand, it's not behind your pinky. It's kind of one behind a boxer fracture. If everybody knows what that is, it's yep. a little tiny bone that doesn't get a lot of blood. And then on the other side, you know, I, I broke the navicular, which, you know, separated those both are career ending injuries. And, um, I had both of them at the same time, plus with a very bad wrist dislocation and, um, the main tendon on the top of my wrist got pulled off all in one crash and, you know, um, the rehab on that was insane. And not to mention, um, a lot of people don't know with that accident, we were about four months in and, um, I, uh, I had found out from my doctor, you know, we had, we had a really hard time with it healing and, uh, and it wouldn't heal. It wouldn't heal. And, uh, finally, you know, after four and a half months, the doctor offered me this machine that was about 5,000 bucks and uh, it, it's a one-time use only and it's not a guarantee to work but it was an option and uh, and we used it and it healed up in two months and uh, if that didn't work they were going to have to take those bones out in my wrist and fuse my wrist and uh, you know I would have been able to ride because it was my clutch hand but you know that's something that's going to change the rest of your life and uh, yeah. I was just very very thankful that it that it healed up and uh, and everything went well there and I'm I was very very happy to be back on the bike and I will be happy to be back on the bike again and I uh, I can't wait for sure, and uh, obviously, uh, since then, you've also had the opportunity to be featured in uh, Moto7, the movie. You had your own segment, which you had your own song in your own segment, which is, I don't think anyone's ever done in this sport, uh, basically be able to perform the song that was uh, that was part of their segment, and uh, basically, that was your, your uh, music video for that song, and uh, some really cool editing, and what's really showcasing your skills, especially outdoors, a guy who's uh, mainly, you're mainly known for your super cross skills uh blowing up some berms at, at a, i believe you were at uh the uh the castillo ranch uh and uh looking pretty good out there yeah no um dude i the thing the thing about it is, is i haven't really gotten to ride outdoor because i've been uh i've been hurt you know right at the right at the outdoor season and yeah. uh you know i do love riding outdoor also and uh and, and I'm re I'm really excited to ride this year. You know, it's something that I don't get to do often. I've always been a super cross guy, like you said, and uh, I enjoy outdoor very much. And uh, and I enjoy riding my dirt bike. So I'm excited for this outdoor season coming up. It's going to be cool. 
So within all of these uh, these injuries that have been holding you back very constantly, uh, how do you maintain this uh, uh, happy-go-lucky uh, attitude, like kind of uh, uh, looking for the positive things in life and basically continuing to be Adam? I, you know, it's because, honestly, dude, I love riding my dirt bike, and um, I can't really explain it, dude. I'm just, I'm the seven-deuce dude. I, I, I love life. I enjoy life um, to the fullest, and I enjoy every day of my life. And, you know, people, I just see so many people down and, uh, and like, and, like, bummed that, you know, they're broke or, um or something's not going right in their life or, or whatever the case may be. I'm just, I'm excited to be out on the track. I'm excited to do what I do, whatever it is, you know, and that's the thing. Even if I was working a, a nine to five job or, or something else, I would still be pumped. You know, I'd find out something to be happy about. I'd find something to do and, and I'd have fun doing it. And I, the, my personality is just to bring people up and put a smile on everybody's faces and kind of go that extra mile. That's how I've been um, since birth, and that's how I'm going to stay. And that's kind of why I keep it real. It's because I do, and I think the world would be a better place if you just kept it real. But, um, yeah, dude, I just I love being happy, and there's nothing else like it. And you really only do live once, and, uh, and I'm going to live it for sure. No doubt. And uh, obviously, coming off of that six months off the bike, you were able to uh, put together a pretty good program uh, for 2016. A, a bunch of brand new sponsors that uh, were helping you out, as well as some old great ones that had really even kicked up uh, their, their support of your program. And uh, you're looking good, man. Practice times were good. You had your personal best uh, uh, practice time going into, I believe, that was San Diego 2. And um, you made it into the main that night by just a hair. Uh, I believe that was San Diego too. Or was that Oakland? It was Oakland. 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 And then uh, last yeah. lap of the LCQ, you just about get dive-bombed by the great Tommy Hahn. But uh, you made it to the stripe first. You went into the main. And uh, that, that must have been a cool feeling for you. Oh, dude, so sick. You know, every time you make the main, it's it's uh, it's absolutely uh, You know, you're making the main the whole entire world. Um, it was, it was stoked. I was stoked to be in it. And, uh, you know, I almost was a little bit too stoked because I've been proud and I kind of let joy get away and, uh, and let myself kind of be a little bit too excited that mm-hmm. I made the main instead of focusing on the main event. Cause I really felt like I could have done better in the main event. And then again, when we went to Glendale, I felt absolutely amazing. And, and I was two seconds a lot faster than, um, uh, like four or five of the guys that made the main event in uh, Glendale, which was the week before I crashed. And, you know, right. I think that was partially the reason I may have crashed that week is because, you know, I was pushing so hard because I just felt like I was going to do so good that weekend and I wanted redemption. And uh, and it, it kind of bit me, which, you know, it's not it's not my fault at all. I'm riding dirt bikes and I'm trying to do the best I can all the time. So it's one of those things that's kind of, uh, it's always lurking. It, it could catch you at any moment, but yeah, I know I was feeling really good and, and people don't, you know, people don't get to see the times. And, uh, if you would have seen some of those times, you'd have been uh, as excited as I was for the next coming rounds of the Supercross season. But, you know, I broke my femur. It is what it is. And we're, we're moving on and focusing on the next thing. Cause you know, you can't live in the past. You got to live in the future and, and in the now. 
No doubt. And so uh, obviously um, this was a uh, sad news for some of those, like you said, new supporters uh, of your of your uh, of your your effort and and some uh, some of your old supporters that really stepped up and, and helped out even more um c- could you give us a, an idea of of who who those new sponsors were or uh, some of those old sponsors that really stepped up their game and uh and, and really like basically went the extra mile for you um you know skibby underwear they they put the team they put the seven deuce boot team together um and then uh you know i had ride red behind me, which was really, really cool. It's one of the most amazing feelings um, to ever have is have those guys behind me and, uh, you know, fly, stepping up always. And just, just doing what I had exactly what I needed. Wanda from Viking Bait, um, Jeff from California Coast Plumbing, you know, my mom, my dad, everybody. Uh, Dave Humphreys always stepping up, doing a good job. And, and all those people um, that helped me out, Rec MX, um, he 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 was really cool too, um, and just everybody always stepping up, and and I think that's partially also recluse, but that's part of I try to represent my sponsors as well as possible, and they uh, they see that with the the social media and the way I carry myself in and out of the pits. So um, I've been those people help me, but one of, one of the biggest coolest things was you know the the second round in. Um, I got the call to uh, to fill in for Kyle Chisholm under that factory Rocky Mountain ATV MC rig, and uh, that was probably one of the most amazing feelings of my life, um, for sure. You know, so I had my own team, and then <clears throat> where I was kind of putting everything together, and then I got picked up by a factory team, which was uh, which was a, a life goal. You know, that's one of those things where I dreamt as a kid to be on the team, and I had finally achieved it. So you know, that's that was that was amazing. Yeah, you're about to be off Privateer Island, and which is like uncharted territory for the Seven Double Deuce, but uh, um, unfortunately unable to, uh, to 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 race for that team. But uh, the fact that you were called up and you were going to be put no, in place. No, actually, to... I did race. That. Oh yeah, for I, the I, Phoenix. I actually did. Yeah, I, I raced Oakland the first weekend I was on the bike. I actually that's made right. the main. You know, and that's partially why I was so excited for the season. That bike was really, really good, and and I was happy with the the whole program over there. And it just took weight off my shoulders, not having to set up, not having to figure out, you know, how to get my entry fees done for that next week, not having to pay for my flights, worry about, you know, how am I going to get gas to the to the next race, and and all that stuff was just completely taken care of. So, you know, people don't understand how much of a weight that is on your shoulders to try to make everything happen. You know, I was trying to make a rig, get to the track, trying to get our good parking spot, trying to get the camp, trying to get, um, you know, everybody, make everybody happy, make all the sponsors happy. You know, it's, it's a huge deal and it's a lot of work. No doubt. So over the last three years, we've seen you grow as as an artist, grow as a writer, and grow as a, as a professional, uh, both uh, handling your business on and off the track. What do you attribute that to and uh, your rise to success, both on and off the track, as far as uh, your success goes? Uh, can you repeat that? question one more time sorry about that no worries um but, but like we've seen you grow immensely over the last uh three years both as an artist within your music you know, as well yeah as a... yeah sorry about that yeah um so i think i think the biggest thing that has um that's helped me grow so much in these past three years is one my dedication um to my writing and my career um two 
you know, just just being a savage and and never ever taking no for an answer. And and three, um, three is belief of where I'm gonna go and where I'm at right now. You know, that's that's one of the biggest things is, is when I started, I said I don't care what people tell me, I don't care what people said, I'm gonna keep doing this until I make it. And and one of the biggest things that my dad instilled in me as a child and, and I'll thank him for it to the day that I die, even though sometimes, you know, I thought he was the worst dad in the whole entire world, is that dude never let me quit in my whole entire life and to this day it's uh it's made me the man and the racer that I am. So um I thank him for that and uh and definitely that's one of the biggest reasons why why I've gotten to where I'm at right now is that I, I just have a never quit attitude and I believe in what I'm doing and I believe that uh that next step will be will happen and I will. All right on. So before we throw it to commercial, uh where does the seven deuce deuce go from here? You'd mentioned that uh you are uh you're getting ready for a full outdoor ride, but uh you've got some time before that happens. So uh what what are what do you think uh what do you foresee yourself being able to put in play uh, uh going forward here? Well, you know, there there's a few things. Uh I'm working on some social media stuff with fly racing. Um I got some articles to do for uh for Popo Mex and Dirt Rider magazine. Um not only that, but I, uh, I'm going to get on a night training program. Hopefully, uh, Scott, Scott goggles and Scott bicycles is going to come through with his mountain bike and, uh, and get on that program, which I'm really, really excited about. And also, um, you know, I have my, uh, my music in the works. So music has been a big part of my life and a big part of my racing career and a big part of, you know, that, that social media blowing up and, uh, and people enjoy it, and and I'm planning on having a CD out by um, beginning middle of May, and uh, and I'm really going to blow that up. I'm going to do a lot of um, social media and advertising for that, and and I'm really excited about it. I think a lot of people in the industry are going to love um, love a little bit of motor rap, and I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to be around for a very 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 long time, and it's going to be one of those things that um, that starts a new era and and dirt bike riding. And uh, it's going to be really, really cool. I'm excited about it. Well, right on, man. We're about to hit throw commercials here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing and X-Brand Goggles and Bill's Pipes. We'll be right back with these me- after these messages. Hey, this is Zach Osborne of Rockstar Energy Husqvarna. Uh, we're going to commercial here on Big MX Radio, and we'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. 
Ariel B's Imigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand, that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys who are building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borden today at 204-633-2722.
the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone-look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Bill'sPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. What up, guys? This is Seven Deuce Deuce. If you haven't got The Hills yet, go to iTunes right now. Type in The Hill. No, that's that's not going to work because it's probably going to come up the weekend. Just uh, just type in Seven Deuce and also you'll find it. Time to hit the hills. And we're back. Big MX radio podcast show still on the line with Adebenktik Nap, but we've got some company on the line. Mo Filthy joins us uh, also from Lompoc, California. Mo, uh, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing pretty good. What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about uh, you, Seven Deuce Deuce? Still doing good down there? Yeah, you are. Know it. You already two, know two. Seven, Seven deuce, double deuce. deuce. These two are an absolute pair, uh, and uh, it, it was it was fitting that the guys over at the uh, seven uh, the the Moto series uh, movies Moto Seven comes out, and uh, they needed a pair of jokers to uh, to go through all of their uh, their their premieres. This thing gets premiered all over. Uh, North America, or at least the states, anyway, and uh, they needed two uh, a pair of guys who are like no other to uh, basically MC, throw out the the swag, and uh, basically be two unbelievable hype men for this video. And who better than the two that are on the line with me, Mo Filthy and uh, Seven Double Deuce? Seven Double Deuce, how this uh, how this ended up happening to you? Um, you know, uh, I we we used to call to do the the movie, you know, in Atlanta last year, and and they hit me up and they're like, "Do you want to do a piece?" Um, we we did the movie, and uh, Mo and I were kind of just such outrageous characters and so outgoing that they they're like, "Dude, do you guys want to do premiere for us to, uh, to you know?" Uh, Jaws dropped like what? <laughs> yeah, and and we were like, uh. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> you know, that's kind of how that happened, and uh, we got on board, and we went on a, we went on like a excursion across the country, and it, and it, it didn't any, any, it's an excellent. <laughs> that's incredible, so uh, from uh, Seattle, Washington, all the way down to Dallas, Texas, you guys were uh, showing this at various theaters. Uh, and uh, giving out some free uh, product from the various sponsors that were uh, nice enough to, to supply you with some stuff. What was it like working together, uh, Mo? Um, Seven Double Deuce is an A-type personality. He's big. He, he's he's a big dude, and he's, he's a big personality. Tough to uh, 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 basically uh, compete uh, with, with him as far as uh, um, 
blowing things up. Uh, what's it like to work with the seven double deuce? <laughs> you know, I mean, when I first met this guy, I thought like I was like, wow, this guy's like crazy. This guy has like more energy than anybody I've met in my life. And then, like, once you start hanging out with him every day, that energy builds off, and you start getting that same uh, type of energy. And you just start bonding, and it's honestly awesome. I learned so much from this dude from, honestly, he's the one that got me into music. It's crazy. Like, he's the one that had it in mic. He's the one, he's like, yo, let's do some rap. So I kind of hit him up, but he had the mic, so he kind of got me into it. So working with the seven juice dudes is crazy. He's a hard worker, and he'll work, he'll work you. He'll, he'll make sure you work hard, too. No you know, doubt, a true entrepreneur of sorts. Uh, the seven double deuce. Uh, I can't. I gotta imagine a few times along the road, uh, you were asked to either uh, uh, throw down one of your your, your staples uh, that you like, one of your songs, or uh, just freestyle. So, how often were you able to just spit on the mic and uh, and blow some minds out there, Adam? <laughs> um, we did kind of a. Uh, we did like a little. At the first one, I was rapping just a little bit. We didn't do any of that stuff. Uh, Mo and I were are, are pretty zero. You know, was kind of hopped up on the mic and and doing a little spiel and I'm hyped up. And then Mo would would come up on stage with me and then we'd kind of work the crowd and get them pumped up. And then we'd have Mo out in the crowd and, and kind of like get everybody out of their seats and we'd throw just you know we. We would throw probably a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars worth of merch out every single weekend. You know, everybody loves to mer- uh, everybody loves free merchandise. So that was uh, that was really really cool to to have Mo with me and and that whole experience. He just he has a lot of potential and uh, he has a great personality also. And and I think those guys caught wind of that and uh, and he got to do. Um, some of the last couple rounds all by himself, and he and and see the shows, and he did an absolutely fabulous job from what I heard. So it was, uh, it was really cool to hear. And uh, man, dude, it was just it was just a fun time, and, and everywhere we went, it was a fun time. No doubt, it seems like a dream come true for the two of you. You think about a couple of guys growing up, uh, just like uh, watching these Supercross races and ha- being fans of the sport, and uh, just like dreaming about being able to have your hands on uh, the amount of merchandise like that, and and wanting to, to share it with everybody. Really cool experience for both of you to be able to do so and uh, share love with the sport. Uh, Mo, what was the most rewarding experience, or what are some of the most rewarding experiences that you had while uh, being on the road with uh, with a seven double deuce, and then eventually? Uh, going uh, go, flying solo a little bit as well. I right, honestly, um, best experience like on the road. I would say you know, Moto Seven was sick. You know, you got with the crew and stuff like that. I got to go to so many different places and see different places I haven't been before. But I think the best experience I had was in, when it was I think it was 2014, three riding the Ranger, privateer, just going to each race. I think that was my best experience. On the road, seventies dudes. That's sick. That was, well, uh, it's, it's uh, pretty crazy, you know, how much time uh, Mo and I have spent together. Just all the shit. Or can I say that on the? <laughs> 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 oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and you know, um, and, and I give it up to uh, and Mo and everybody that hangs out with me. You know, people don't understand that I am a very, very happy-go-lucky guy. But, you know, um, when I need something done, I need it done 
right now, and uh, and I put my foot down, and you know, and, and I make sure it gets done, um, and I'll work through the night to get it done or whatever it is. So you know, there's definitely been um, some struggles, and you know, that's the thing about me is I, I do get stuff done, and and I work really really hard. That's why you see all this stuff happening around me also. Is, is it takes a lot. It takes a lot of work. It's not just a nine to five. It's, yeah, it's, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't wait. He'll go. Like if he he's gonna work twenty four seven. You know, if you're not working with him, he's gonna keep working. If he's not gonna stop, he's just gonna be like, all right, can't do that project. Let me go to the next one. That's how he does it. So if you're gonna work with the seven deuce deuce, you'll be ready to work twenty four seven. Yeah. Seven double deuce. Do you listen to the MF CEO project? Say that again. Do you listen to the the MF CEO Project podcast? No, I don't. I don't even know what that you is. need to start. I'm going to send you a link to this. It's going to change your life. You listen to this guy. His name is Andy Frasilla. He owns First Form uh, um, Supplements, and uh, the guy basically just built himself from the ground up. And I think if you listen to the things that he has to say. Um, like you already have a lot of the things that he talks about, but you're going to be able to maximize yourself, my friend. Yeah. No, I didn't. I've been working on um, really trying to be organized, and that and that's gotten uh, a lot. It's been um, able I've been able to get a lot more done, and, and working with my mental from competition mind systems built built to me. He's helped me out so much, just organizing my life and getting everything where I want it to be. And uh, and I uh, I praise him a lot for my success, and uh, I'm going to be moving um, only forward from here. That's solid, man. Well, uh, so um, the two of you guys have gotten together on a few different tracks. Of course, Adam Entick, now, for those who don't know, is a, a talented rap superstar uh, traveling the globe, uh, making the, it rain on uh, fans and selling out stadiums all across the world. But he also races motocross. Um, but uh, you guys have two CDs out, one that I was able to, uh, at Anaheim 2 last year, you guys were selling CDs, and I was able to get maybe like five or ten of them uh, fly out of your hand in like two uh two or three minutes no uh not to toot my horn too uh loudly but uh re- regardless uh the two of you guys have gotten together for a couple of different tunes um i guess uh addy what what made you think that uh that mo had the uh, had the ability to hang with you uh on the microphone to say the truth it wasn't even really like uh wasn't even really like yo i think mo, mo could be a good asset to my to rap like that. It was just kind of something that we were like big rapping so sick and we'd always just reach out to rap. Always like, um, you know, why don't we just start rapping? And then you know, because it's hard to it's hard to fund the whole thing. So I I put a lot of uh, one of my best buddies, Austin Pike. You know, his thing was uh, he says always to me. He says, "Put my back." your program and how you'll get success. So, you know, I take I take a lot of the money I have and I invest it in myself, you know, to to the point where my bank account says zero, but I have the stuff and the tools that I need to succeed. And, um, you know, I, I put money into this rap thing and I've accumulated and accumulated and accumulated and it's made me, it's made me some money to where now um, I'm kind of, I kind of got the real stuff to it and, uh, and, you know, I've worked from there, and, and now it's grown into this whole thing, and, and now it's, like, 
I'm the rap motocross guy, and I labeled it as that, and it's a very, very known thing. You know, I Googled Seven Deuce Deuce today, and uh, Seven Deuce Deuce says um, SoundCloud, Rap, Mode 7, The Hills, and Rip It, Ride Swerve. You know, Seven Deuce Deuce doesn't, doesn't say MXS, Sex, Motocross, Picks, you know, videos. It, it was a rap. That's pretty cool. Wouldn't you, uh, you, you want to kind of say both though, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's, for sure. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, really? There's nothing motocross under Seven Deuce Deuce? So I would say more like <laughs> rappers, my rapper image, Seven Deuce Deuce, and Adam Insnap is the motocross guy. Pretty yeah, crazy. like they're going to think that this guy, but... he's a rap guy, but he also rides dirt bikes other than the other way around. Yeah, I know. So, because, you, you know, when you think about it, there's weekends where I'm the 20th best motocross racer in the world, and I'm starting to get more famous for my dang apps than them riding. Yeah, I, like, uh, I would say you're well within the top 20 rappers in the world. <laughs> you would disagree? That's not that's not very rapperish of you. Uh, no, I'm 20. I'm 20, and he's 21. It's oh, it's between you guys and Fetty Wap, I guess, eh? Whatever, it's all good. As long as you're considering me in the top twenty rappers in the world, I'll go with it. Well, I'm well outside the the top seven thirty eight or seventeen thirty eight. So, um, you you guys definitely got me beat both on the motocross track and on the microphone. Oh, I love it. Love it. So uh, um, let's talk yeah. a little bit about the, this most uh, the most latest track, The Hills. It's come out. It's been dropped. Where can people <laughs> listen to it? Where can people find it? And uh, obviously, um, with uh, SoCal Motocross, it's definitely got a connection there. But uh, what what uh, what was the inspiration for the song? Um, Mo, go ahead, take it away, bro. Um, I The Hills. So strange figures, so ratty and be. I think it was a day before we left to uh, Moto 7, the um, slow yeah. premiere. We went down to L.A. to the studio, and we made two tracks. No, yeah, it wasn't. It bro, come on, Mo. Yes, it was. Mo. No, the hills, bro. Oh, the hills? I had the hills. John. Adam, you sound like a robot right now. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. No, I had, I had the, I had, we had the whole song done at the premiere in slow, because remember I rapped it? Yeah, bro. But we made that we made it before because so we had wild. a long shot all the way up from Hollywood. No, we had it was in October, bro. We had a long shot all the way up from Hollywood to slow the night before, and then we did it like we did that on Sunday. And the premiere was no, we did that on Saturday, and then we shot up Sunday, stayed there at the the ranch, and then Monday was the premiere, wasn't it? It was something like that. It was all in that yeah, one it, little it bunch. Yeah, it was close, but I remember it was definitely done before the premiere. No, no, I, no, no, yeah, it was, no, we, we got it done and finished the night before the premiere. We, we stayed up from 8 to 8, remember? And we finished it. Yeah, that Had was it all gnarly. finished and done. Yeah, and then headed all the way up to slow, and then we transferred it from your computer to the DJ, and then he, he played so it Adam, for the premiere. Oh, that's right. Uh, transfer right. files and everything. It was still in the waste file. So, Adam, the majority of your songs yeah, uh, that you first really came out with had, uh, 
the majority of the songs you guys first came out with were uh, you, you sampled uh, uh, beats from from songs that already existed. Now coming up with with uh, with original content, um, how rewarding is it to be able to hear one of your your songs beginning to end with something that uh, truly is all yours? Um, you know, it's I don't know. I mean, I think it's pretty cool just to just to have you know my own song that is my own, like you said, and it's all original. Uh, you know, the reason that we did take sampled beats, and for people that don't know what sampled beats are, is, uh, is beats that are already used off famous songs, and you just kind of remake them and twist them a little bit to become your own, and uh, that's kind of why we have them on our SoundCloud, which is, uh, if you just go to soundcloud.com and search Center of the Series, you can check out all of them. But, um, yeah, we used some sampled beats and just kind of remade them, and that's kind of when we got into it for fun, so... so. That was before we had any good equipment, and it kind of sounded a little janky, but uh, people dug it, so we kind of kept on doing it, and then we made a few other songs that were original. Um, kind of, I made rip, a song, Rip It, Ride It, Swerve, out of the back of a motorhome, and then I upgraded to a, to a RE20 microphone and, uh, and made Moto7, um, which was in my house in this uh, super, super janky studio that we made, and then, you know, we decided that uh, the rest the rap started doing good, so uh, we went to the studio for for one night, and uh, and that's the kind of that Mo was talking about. And we went there, we got the beat from Strange Strange Figures, Daniel De La Mora, and uh, TMD, the guy who produced it, kind of brought us into the studio, and uh, we kind of we just kind of went ham all night, and uh, we made three songs actually: um, How to Get It, Twist It, and uh, and the Hills. Um, How to Get It. Uh, or actually Twist It is going to drop next Thursday and then How to Get It I'm planning on dropping the Thursday after that so you guys can look forward to that stuff but um, The Hills was uh, was really cool you know we were kind of like we need something because it's been raining so you know we it's going to rain so much it's supposed to be on you seasons so we figured a lot of guys are going to go to the hills and uh, and you know a lot of people ride in the hills it's not just always the track life everybody that I know that rides Supercross um, go to a local track on the weekend or or down on the trails, loves the hills and, and loves where it began in the hills. So we said, you know what, we we need to make a we need to make a song about the hills and we kinda just um we I I went from my heart and was just like, dude, one of my favorite things about going to the hills and, and I kinda put it down on paper and we got that beat. That was absolutely amazing. Added a little added a little rain effect at the front and uh and went ham, and it turned out absolutely amazing, especially for uh, for our first single. Sick. Well, uh, how how is uh, yeah? Your, we literally uh, made that song at five in the morning. Nice. Uh, some uh, some ice cold uh, uh, energy drinks uh, mixed in there at all, or what was the story there? Oh yeah, no. Um, you know, sometimes you know when you're up that late, you know, you definitely want to. You definitely want to have a few energy drinks or, or whatever it is, but you know, in the studio, you're so yeah. hyped up and you have such a good time. You really don't need much, so um, mm-hmm. you just kind of get in there, and you can't tell if it's daylight or it's uh, or it's dark outside. You just kind of keep going and you keep going, and and the song, you know, especially with that one, it was just so freaking sick that you just keep wanting. I just, yeah. mode, I just keep wanting to uh, make more and more parts to it, and uh, ended up sick. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, like, uh, how often do you guys take a break to play some mad skills? Yeah, I don't know. I can get it off my phone. Nah, see, I've been back on mad skills lately, honestly. I'm just trying to pass over, like, I've been in my phone finally, and, like, there's, like, 
three more careers that you got to pass. I'm like still doing that right now. Not the online thing. Yeah, I can't do all that. Yeah, way too complicated. Seriously, what was that? Real, I can I said seriously on the real. I completely deleted masculine off the phone because I don't have enough time in my life for that. It's just, dude, you sit there and you just waste so many minutes of your life that you could use it on something else. <laughs> I feel like I'd rather do it in real life than play it on a video. I didn't do it to my phone, guys. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that uh, that Mo plays a little bit more mad skills. Yeah, I mean, my phone dies pretty quick, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where where does uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce crew go from here as far as music goes? Um, do you is you feel like you're going to use this to uh, fund your racing effort going forward? And uh, obviously, this is still a fun thing for you, uh, starting all the way back when you were just rapping for fun, uh, throwing it down subway style, or maybe even ride of the year. Um, but um, when do you think you're going to come out with like a greatest hits album? Seven Deuce Deuce, take this one. I don't know if I'll ever have a greatest hits album unless you're going to... I honestly think this album coming out in May is going to be like a greatest hits album to, uh, for real, though. But, um, you know, the rapping thing does... I, I appreciate everybody that uh, that buys the singles and, and buys the songs. Um, it really does help out a lot with my racing to be surprised. Um, uh, you know, I don't think the, the rapping is going to stop anytime soon. I think I'll probably do it in my 40s and and teach my kids how to do it and teach other people how to do it. Just It's so much fun. Dude, and, you already uh, have so kids awesome. rapping. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I already, I have a lot of kids that know all my songs and, and want to be rappers. And, and you know, you know, the thing is that people don't understand it. Like, I feel like a lot of the older group of, uh, uh, of people that are to this sport, you know, they're like, Oh, rock music. So sick. And, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't try to knock rock music, bro. I love ACDC. I love the Scorpions, um, Black Sabbath. Dude, I love all that stuff. You know, it's. I think it's sick. I used to listen to it when I was a kid growing up. Um, I I absolutely love it. But, you know, there's absolutely... I, I don't even have a cuss word in Moto7. There's absolutely nothing wrong with, with rapping and having fun, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm having a good time. It's not like... It's not like I'm talking about drugs and guns and stuff like that. I'm talking about having fun on my dirt bike, and you know, I hope the I hope the people can kind of see through the fact that it's rap music and uh, and kind of look at listen to the lyrics and uh, and listen to how much fun that uh, that we're having and uh, what we're rapping about. You know, it's not so much the fact that it's rap; it's the fact that um, we're rapping about what we love and uh, and having fun. So. You know, I hope people take that into um, consideration about uh, about listening to it and judging it before you kind of just jump all the way to, oh, it's just rap music, you know? No doubt. I, I'd like to think that you haven't uh, received any, uh, any any negative uh, uh, vibes off of this stuff because, like, really, this is just you having fun and, and, and Mo having fun ripping up the microphone. Um, but uh, ha- have you had any, any backlash from people that uh, aren't a big fan? No, not really. Um you know, it's just, it's either like, uh, it's either like, oh my gosh, that was the funniest, coolest thing ever, or it's like, that was the worst thing ever, and you should quit. Some people, life, some people know? like, for Moto7, some people didn't get the humor. Some people took it 100% serious and think Adam walks around with a gold fly chain around. You know, they didn't get the humor of the thing, and that's their problem. 
Yeah, and I they, mean, you and don't walk around that. with a gold fly chain? <laughs> no, I do not. I have it down. I have it. You know what's funny, too, is I totally would walk around with a gold fly chain, but not be serious <laughs> and be like, and be like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm so sick in my gold fly chain. It's just to be like, that is so funny. You know what I mean? I, yeah. The 72 series is about having fun and putting smiling on, smiles on faces and, uh, and just being hysterical. Did you ever think that uh, your rapping would turn into uh, you and Trey Kennard uh, down at down in the racing tunnel and uh, Trey Kennard himself starts busting out a freestyle right in front of you? I'll see, I, yeah. I never thought that in a hundred years. <laughs> never. Never. I, I never I, thought honestly, that was going to happen. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I kind of did. I really did think that it was going um, to get big. I felt like, you know, when we were rapping, when we were rapping, I felt like um, we had good flow and, uh, and. Oh wait, no, I thought no, of, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I, I believe the rap was going to go big. I was talking about Trey Kennard. I don't. I didn't believe Trey Kennard was yeah, going to come out and rap. Bro. That, that's the last that, thing I saw in a million years. You know what I mean? Was Trey Kennard busting out a rap? That's, 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 that's the last guy I thought was going to be was going to be a rapper. And actually, um. A little exclusive for you. I hit Trey Kennard up this week, and uh, and I think I'm, I actually don't think I'm going to have him on a feature on the album. So, uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> that'll that'll be fun. That would be crazy. sick. You need to have a a ride red song where you get Cole Seeley on there. You got uh, um, Justin Bogle on there. You got Trey Kennard on there, and uh, that that would be sick. You know, all, all the Red Riders uh, at a Supercross in on uh, a, a, a rap song. Get a mouth on the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think Bogle's gonna do it with us. I think he's too cool for school. But it's all yeah, good. But I don't think Bogle like this. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Trey Kennard. We're gonna have Trey Kennard rap with us. He's probably he is one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my whole entire life, and he's uh, he's so good hearted and uh, he loves the sport and uh, he loves uh, to just kind of be a good guy in general and and that's kind of why I hit him up. He he's such a great dude and uh, I appreciate everything he's done for the sport. So what will you say when uh, one day Ryan Dungey walks up to you at the pits and be like, dude, everyone's been featured on your disc except for me. Like, why don't you give me any love? <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I don't know if that will happen, but uh, if he hits me up, I'll be like, all right, let's do it. I'll, I'll get you on the track. Don't even trip. That's too funny. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what, uh, as far as like, you guys basically had a, a like the, when you did the Moto 7 thing, that was a, uh, a, basically a music video for that song. Um, do you foresee yourself once you're, you're fully healed and ready to go, be able to do that for, for another song coming down the pipe? Say that again? Like, would, do you, do you think you'll be able to do another music video, uh, for another song? Because, uh, your segment in Moto 7 is basically a music video. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, I'm probably going to try to do do the segment with the guys at Moto7, you know, Taylor Congen yeah. and, and Jason Plow, they have all the equipment and all the stuff to do it right, and I'm sure they they'll they would get really good exposure out of it, you know, not to mention if they sold it on iTunes or, and, I, and I gave them the rights to it, um, you know, you, you never know what could happen, and, uh, and mm-hmm. I definitely see more music videos going down in the future, and uh, that, that would be absolutely amazing and way too much fun. Yeah, Mo, what's awesome. the best part about working with Adam on these rap songs? The best part? I think it's like 
And we got the like we're in the studio. The we got fact the whole that all Mo does is rap, and he doesn't have to produce it or, or get the. No, well, that's because that's because Adam doesn't even touch his computer. I mean, like that thing. Like I don't all the producing stuff. I don't. I don't really know how to do, and I, I want to go to school for that. I want to learn how to get into the music industry and uh, learn how to do it. But right now, Adam, he's just like watching YouTube videos for like two weeks straight on how to like work pro tools. And now he's like a master in my hand. So I don't, you know, I don't have that talent. <laughs> Adam Entiknap being a control freak. Go figure. Yeah, no. Uh, it's it's not so much control freak, but Mo deleted like a whole song one time almost. Uh. And- <laughs> And I was like, whoa, what did you do? And ever since then, I kind of... Who wasn't like, like that? Me. Why are you lying to me? It wasn't like, Mo, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say I saved, you know what I mean? I figured out how to save the whole thing because, like, you can go back and get all the tracks. But, like, he pretty much deleted the whole thing. But, I mean, That's it was no all good, okay Mo. in the end. But it was like... It was like, all right, I got it. Don't even trip. Yeah, he's like, he's like, the, he's like the Dr. Dre. I'm like, I see, Snoop. Yep, straight up. You're like Snoop. <laughs> I've met you, Mo. You don't look anything like Snoop. <laughs> I don't know. I've been growing out my like, hair, man. Uh, I've been growing out my hair. You don't know me. Fair enough. <laughs> right on, boys. Well, yeah, um, no, but for uh, for all you people listening, um. You know, it will be available on iTunes tomorrow. I'm very, very sorry about the um, the premiere date. Uh, it was supposed to be today, February 25th, but um, yes. the way they do it, Apple Music gets the exclusive rights to release the song first because they try to get you to buy Apple Music, which I was unaware of, which is kind of a bummer. But um, it will be available on iTunes tomorrow, February 26th. Um, Go go over to iTunes and uh, and grab it. the The song name is The Hills. Um, it's by Seven Deuce Deuce and Mo Filthy. It's uh, the the number seven D E U C E D E U C E and uh, Mo Space Filthy. Um, go on there. Go to iTunes. Check it out. If you do not have an Apple phone, uh, we do have it on Android on Google Play. So make sure you get it there. It's also available on Amazon, iHeartRadio. Title and uh, and a few other um, a few other outlets. So if you if you want to get it and you don't have just the regular phone or, or you want to get it on something else, uh, make sure you hit me up on my Instagram. Just hit me in the comments. But for all you people, it should be coming out tomorrow, um, February 26th, uh, on iTunes. So make sure you guys grab it. There you go. And the, for those who are getting it on uh, Amazon, go over to uh, pulpamex.com, hit the Amazon banner, and uh, and Steve gets a little bit of that as well. Dang straight. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's all it it's boys. all about B to B boys. Hey, and if, awesome. and if you guys do if you guys do buy it and uh, and you do like the song, make sure you uh, if you can just write a little review on it. It, it helps me out and uh, it helps iTunes kind of spread the word. So if uh, if you guys could write a view, good review on it, if you like the song, of course, that'd be absolutely amazing. Um, hey, post it, repost it. Tell your friends about yeah, it. Tag your friends. Um, you know, I mean, just blow it up. All the love and and the support of uh, of my racing. I thank you, you guys, so much. 
Awesome, boys. Well, uh, we'll look we'll look forward to seeing that. I'll uh, be downloading first thing tomorrow morning, as long as it's available on on iTunes. And uh, I appreciate the two of you giving me some time to uh, to chat about all things Seven Double Deuce Crew and, uh, and and Mo Filthy. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Uh, you're always a chuckle. All right, thanks, Big Mac Radio, for having us. Awesome. Don't hang up just yet, boys. But uh, um, Adam, if you got some sponsors that you wanted to lay down, uh, do so right now. Um, you know, I do have. Here, hold on. Let me. Uh, this is always something that I kind of have on hand, which is uh, which is really cool. But um, grab this real quick. I have a. I have a lot. I, I need to thank. There's just there's so many people behind me that helped me out in this sport and uh, have helped me succeed. And I want to make sure everybody gets a good shout out. Um, yeah. Fight. California responding. Jeff, um, just doing an amazing job. Rocky from H. DMC, all the guys over there helping me out this year. That's so sick. Asterisk, Jim Castillo for letting me ride at his house. Um, American Honda Ride Red, Epoxy It, Fly Racing, Tokyo Mod for taking care of my motors, Hot Goggles, Magic Graphics, uh, Dave Cruz Suspension. Also, Scott, Cruise thank control. you guys for uh, for doing my suspension, helping me out. Mercy, um, Recluse Clutches, Belmont Tires, PulseMex.com, Dirt Rider Magazine, Moto the Movie. Uh, if you guys haven't, go to the70sdudes.com and check it out. Get some merchandise, Rad Wheels, Vortex Sprockets, Rental Bars, Gallifer, Dave Humphrey for uh, helping me out with my entry fee, Paturbis, Weston Pipe for always coming my mentor. And uh, hold on one second, I have a few more here. Rec MX and uh, these Shoes, I appreciate you guys and uh, you do. And thank you, thank you so much. Right on, man. Well, that's quite the impressive list, and glad to see that it's ever growing bigger. Uh, and we look forward to more uh, amazing things from the Seven Double Deuce. You are an anomaly, my friend, a rapper, a supercross racer, and uh, and a great individual. So, uh, like I said, always appreciate you coming on the show and uh, and being a great guest. Yeah, of course. I do. Uh, also, Yoshimura Exhaust, um, PSC Julian for helping me out this year and from what he can. That was absolutely amazing and. Uh, and Skibby on board. Thank you, guys. But uh, thanks again, Max Radio. Thanks for having me. Uh, please go to uh, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, uh, one of those places. Purchase The Hills tomorrow, February 26th, and, uh, and help out help out a privateer to uh, live a dream. Right on. And uh, to, to ensure as much of that fu- those funds go back to you, which one of those ways to download uh, do you benefit from best? Um, I do benefit the most from iTunes. And, uh, and Google Play. So uh, if you guys head over there, please grab it on one of those. Right on, man. Well, we'll make sure to, uh, to do the best we can to, uh, to, to fund your outdoor effort. We wish uh, the best of luck for both you and uh, your brother Tyler as you guys head outdoors. Hopefully, you'll both be, uh, be healthy for that. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content. Yo, 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 this is Mo Filthy and the Seven Deuce Deuce from the Seven Deuce Deuce crew bringing you live the heels. It's time to hit the heels, ladies and gentlemen. Go get it on iTunes today.